Welcome to Socialette, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in launching and online marketing. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a corporate dropout turned launch strategist, helping you launch your digital products simply and successfully so you can reach more people, grow your audience, and become the go-to brand in your space. Want to swipe my signature launch framework? Download my free ebook, The Complete Roadmap for a Killer Launch at stephtaylor.co forward slash roadmap. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Hey, welcome back to Socialette. This is episode 272. Ever wondered what unicorns eat for breakfast? Or maybe what they use to keep their skin looking so flawless? Well, even if I don't know those answers, I can tell you something equally as interesting and unicorn related. Over 20% of all unicorn startups are using HubSpot, and for good reason. HubSpot's all-in-one platform levels up your sales, software, and support so you can grow beyond your wildest dreams, boosting leads and ramping sales along the way. They even have a constantly evolving collection of resources to help startups scale. Plus, with the HubSpot for Startups program, you can save up to 90% off your first year. I'll admit, it does sound too good to be true. But unlike that majestic and also incredibly fictitious unicorn, HubSpot for Startups is all real. To see if you're eligible to save on HubSpot and take your growth to new heights, visit HubSpot.com slash startups. Now, today I'm going to look at this mindset, struggle, belief, whatever you want to call it, that is my audience wouldn't pay that much. Now, I hear this one all the time from you guys. You're worried that when you're pricing your digital product or, you know, any product or service, in fact, that your audience wouldn't pay this much for it. So this episode is really going to be a different one to my usual. It's quite heavy on the mindset. And if you have a journal or some paper handy, I would love it if you could grab that and pause this podcast after each question that I go through so that you can either journal about it or, you know, at least seriously think about it. Although I find journaling really good for, you know, getting it out of your head and putting it out on paper. Now, the technique that I'm using throughout this episode is a really good way to reprogram pretty much any of the subconscious limiting beliefs that we have. And if you're interested in learning a little bit more about these, I recommend scrolling back to episode 232 with Lisa Kordoff as this is her jam. And even if you don't realize that you have a lot of these subconscious limiting beliefs and stories in your head, it's quite eye-opening once you start realizing how much of your life is these stories, you know? And if you if this is something you're interested in, I also really recommend listening to the Jim Fortin podcast. That's um, F-O-R-T-I-N, as he has some amazing free content around this. Okay, so anyway, on to the episode, my audience wouldn't pay that much. Okay, so first question for you. Where did the belief that this that your audience wouldn't pay this much come from? Is it because someone maybe once told you that you were too expensive, so you immediately projected this onto everyone else in your audience? Or are you projecting your own money beliefs onto your audience? Do you maybe believe that because you wouldn't pay this much, nobody else would? 
Or does it stem from self-doubt or a feeling of unworthiness, imposter syndrome? I really challenge you to pause this podcast now and get curious and just journal about it and dive deep into where this belief is stemming from for you. Next question. Is it always true that your audience wouldn't pay this much? Are there any exceptions? Like, have they ever paid this amount of money for something else? For example, maybe you're worried that they won't pay $47 a month for your membership, yet they currently pay double that for a gym that they never use. Has anyone ever paid this much to work with you? Past clients, maybe? Has anyone ever paid this much for something similar? Thinking beyond your audience here, is there anyone in the world who would pay this much for what you're offering? I want you to think about that. If you're enjoying Imperfect Action, I have another podcast recommendation that I think you're going to love. It's called Mistakes That Made Me. It's hosted by Iman Ismail, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Mistakes That Made Me is the podcast that asks extraordinary business owners to share their biggest business mistake, so you know what not to do on your road to success. Now, as you know, I'm a big fan of learning from mistakes that I've made in the past, and I'm big about sharing those with you as well. So join Iman as she chats to some of the smartest minds in business about how to push through failure. On the show, she's interviewed some of the same awesome guests that you will have already met on this show, such as Tarzan Kay and Kirsty Fanton. So go on over and listen to Mistakes That Made Me wherever you get your podcasts. Then the next question, when you're ready, how is it benefiting you to hold on to the belief that your audience wouldn't pay this much? This is a really challenging one to think of, but for example, maybe it's benefiting you by keeping you safe from feeling rejected because if somebody does reject you, you can blame it on the fact that your product is too expensive rather than it not being something that your audience truly wants. Or maybe it benefits you because it keeps you from having to take action and actually create your product. So have a think. How is this benefiting you to hold on to this belief? Question four, what is it costing you to hold on to this belief? Now, maybe you're earning less because you're undercharging and you don't believe in your true worth. Maybe it's costing you by keeping you from launching your product. I also want you to think in a year's time, what will it have cost you to hold on to this belief? Five years time, 10 years, and not just in dollar terms, but also in terms of your business and your life. Will you maybe be stuck in the time for money hamster wheel because you're too afraid that you'll launch your product and nobody would buy it because it's quote unquote too expensive? Question, question number five. What's a new belief that you could choose instead? So for example, wh whenever the fear pops up in your head, when that fear that, oh, my audience wouldn't pay this much pops up in your head, you could tell yourself, I'm worth what I charge and the right people will pay that much to work with me. Or maybe it could just be as simple as, no, the right people will pay this much. So think of a new belief that you could tell yourself instead whenever that fear pops up. Question number six, if you chose to act from this new belief, how would your life and business look in a year's time? Will you be earning more? Will you have more time off? Will you have more freedom and flexibility? Will you have launched your online program or your course or your membership? Think about how your life would change if you started to act from this new belief 
rather than the fear that your audience wouldn't pay this much. Question number seven. Now you need to make a decision. Which belief will you choose? The old one that your audience wouldn't pay that much or the new one that you've just chosen, that you've just written? And then lastly, question number eight, I want you to write down one action you can take right now to cement this new belief. So it could be as simple as setting a price for your online course that you're planning to launch or sending an email to your subscribers to let them know that you're putting up your prices next month. Just one action that will start putting this belief into play. And that is, that is all there is to reprogramming this belief that your audience wouldn't pay this much. I, when I say that's all there is, it's actually quite a bit of work and you might need to go through this a few times. It's a constant, it's a constant thing. Like just journaling about it once isn't going to overcome that belief completely, but it's starting to identify whenever you're telling yourself this belief and then replacing it and saying, well, actually, no, my audience would pay this much or the right people would pay this much. So I hope that helps. Like I said, Episode 232 with Lisa Kordoff is amazing and she dives a lot deeper into how this all works in our head. Also the Jim Fortin podcast for his episodes on this. And that's it for this episode, guys. So thank you so much for listening. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with bonus isolation episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And if you're enjoying the show, please, I do appreciate it when you leave a rating and a review. It takes a while to create these episodes, so your kind words mean a lot to me. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Catch you next time.